All right. Welcome back to the Stories of Freedom podcast. Um, Chris Weddington here again, and, and Kayla's Kayla here. Kayla here. Yeah. <laughs> and then we've got a guest today. Uh, most of you guys, I'm sure, already know him, Bill McRae. <laughs> Hi, <Everybody>. guys. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I'm excited to have Bill on today because, I mean, I'm sure most of you guys know him. He's a pretty friendly face in the church, you know, I mean... I know when I first came here, he was one of the first people I met and yeah, helped me, me feel welcome and stuff. Yeah. So most of you guys, I'm sure, already know who he is, and uh, and I get to hear his testimony, which is awesome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, but yeah, uh, before we get started on that, um, it's Mother's Day today, so mm-hmm. <laughs> happy Mother's Day to all the mothers out yes. there, and happy Mother's Day to you, Kayla. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you guys have any plans or anything today for Mother's Day after Justin's this? Justin's taking me to sushi. Nice. Yes. Nice. Where, which sushi place are you going to? We'll We're dropping plug. the kids off at the in-laws and going to Reef in downtown Reno. Nice. Sweet. Yeah. I was just joking about the free plug thing because, I mean, it's oh. really like, uh, you know. <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> didn't want to think I was serious. You oh. know? We got like 13 <laughs> listeners, but. <laughs> and growing. Yeah. And growing. It is growing every week, though. I'm, yeah. We got a little more than that. It started off like. Six or seven, and I think uh, the last two we've gotten about 16, 17 nice. on, so nice. slowly but surely, and we're working nice. on that, so, awesome. but uh, anyway, um, I guess we'll uh, we'll just go ahead and, and get started and, and listen to your testimony, let you share it, and uh, if we have any questions, we'll chime in, or maybe we'll wait till the end, just whatever... Whatever See happens. how it goes. Yeah, exactly. Just have fun with it. Great. Yeah. yeah, yeah. This is fun. And jump in wherever, guys. Okay. Okay. Um, I I was uh, I know today today during the Mother's Day uh, service here, and I was watching how Leo handles Mother's Day, and you I know I I I always admire um, the ease in which he he delivers his message. Yeah. And because, you know, most of us, of course, our biggest fear is when we have a microphone right. in front of us. And uh, it's, a, it's a learned trade. And I've given some testimonies now over the years. And the longer you're a Christian, it seems like your testimony changes. Right. And there's, there's more of Jesus. There's more of the Godhead. There's more, more of the Holy Spirit working inside you. There's more of an, just a... a a sense of awe about God and his creation. And, uh, but it takes a while to get to that point, you know. And for me, I didn't really become a Christian until I was 50. Um, and I didn't even know the Easter story until I was like 47 years old. Okay. I, didn't, I didn't even know that, you know, he rose from the dead. Okay. I know that sounds just crazy to people. Like, how could you live in the world and not know that? Uh, but, I mean, I was, I was in the world, uh, my parents were in the world. Uh, they were very anti-Christian. Uh, my mother, in fact, who passed uh, three Mother's Days ago, um, just a staunch hater of God. Wow. And so that was, I, you know, I was brought up with that and my dad and my sisters. And, and uh, it's funny looking back because there was so much reason in my household to look for a better life. You know, there was a lot of alcoholism and, you know, uh, I don't know, just vices, you know, gambling and on and on and on. And usually it's been my experience where usually when you're tied up like an alcoholism, you have the valleys, you know, so you go down and most people, 
most people, when they're in the valleys, I know I did, you kind of cry out for help. You may not know who you're crying out to, but it's like, oh, man, you know, I got another drunk driving or, you know, I've been, I've been married four times, you know. So I've had a lot of these ups and downs in my life, you know. Uh, you know, I've been in jail 17 times. Um, and it just kind of all that stuff, it's, it's hard, to, hard at the time, of course, to be conscious of the fact that the Lord has his hand on you. Right. But, you know, you look back in retrospect and, and you're just amazed at, at, at his goodness. And yeah. so, I mean, my testimony today, as opposed to 10 years ago, is, man, his goodness and his grace mm-hmm. and his loving kindness, uh, his, his patience, you know. And the Lord has blessed me with some really cool ministries, um, you know, I I get to lose. Uh, I know I get to lead a men's group on Tuesday nights, and it's a really vibrant group of guys. Yeah. And uh, hold on, I'm going to breathe. Yeah, <laughs> take your time. <laughs> uh, but uh, I know it's a blast. And I was I was thinking last Tuesday night we had testimonies. So mm-hmm. three guys gave testimonies. In fact, Justin gave a yeah. great testimony. It was just awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, so cool to get to know the guys through their testimonies. Oh, yeah. And um, but I was thinking how weird it is that I'm in. I lead a men's group because when I grew up, um, my dad never taught me anything that men do. I didn't know how to fix a car. I didn't know how to um, fix anything. You know, I didn't go hunting. I didn't go right. camping. You know, none of those things. Uh, you know, I grew up, basically, my idea of manhood was uh, drinking, gambling, uh, drugs, and womanizing. You know, I thought, okay, well, that's macho stuff, you know. Mm-hmm. And because my role model, you know, my dad, that just kind of, that's what I was modeling. Mm-hmm. Um so then to be put in a ministry with men and get to see that all of us are all of us are very much the same and i no longer feel like i'm different than say chris who may like camping or you know justin who may like camping or a guy who likes to go out and shoot guns and stuff um i think the lord now has revealed to me through the group through testimonies through men's encounters that we do as we grow closer, there's so many similarities with us. You know, we have so much in common. And what I love now is the glue is Jesus. Yes. You know, um, and man, I just, I, that awareness uh, daily, I, I continue to try to nurture that. You know, I really do. Um, um, I know I hear a lot, um, right now a message that, that is kind of going around the Christian community a lot is my identity in Christ. Right. And I'm a believer that I do have a new identity in Christ, but I'm also a believer after 10 years of walking this out that that identity needs nurturing. It needs, um, it needs reminding that that is my new nature because I was in the flesh for so long right. um, and of course still am. But, um, you know, the enemy doesn't like men's groups and yep. me and the word and, and you, know, you, know, you know, reaching out to my brothers and vice versa and, you know, having a happy marriage. And, uh, you know, um, 
I know the three of us being examples, you know, in whatever our, our peer groups are, uh, it's just so important. And, you know, this testimony, yeah, I was thinking to myself, you know what, it's fun to give a testimony and this and that, but it's, it's also like deadly serious to give your testimony oh, yeah. because um, somebody's going to be listening and they're just going to go, wow, I didn't even think that or, right. you know, gee, I didn't know Bill had ever been through anything. You know, he's just a guy with a <laughs> clean shirt yeah. and short hair. And he's always here, you know. And, uh, <laughs> so, but uh, Bugging uh, me to go to the men's encounter. Yeah, bugging, yeah, 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 just targeting guys, you know, hey, men's encounter, come with me. And uh, texting people, you know, all week, oh, yeah, blowing week. them up. And, uh, Tuesday, I know I'm always going to get that text. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, texts are so cool, man. Yeah. I wish... I wish those would have been around earlier in my life because uh, phone calls never come when you want phone calls. Right. Uh -huh. <laughs> oh, jeez, okay. And now, of course, with cell phones, you know who's calling. It's like, oh, okay, I got to do this. You know. Uh, but text, you know, I mean, you can, you can like, control the communication. Oh, yeah. yeah. I like that a lot. I know. I'm always telling Justin, who is texting you so much? Because <laughs> it's just like, ding, ding, ding. <laughs> and I'm like, is that your other girlfriend? What is going on? Yeah, no, that's Bill and talking like, about the Padres. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> so, uh, anyway, um, so it, it's, I know, it's, it's really great to be a Christian man uh, in 2018. Yeah. Um, it's exciting right now what's going on in the church. You know, our church has got younger in the last 12 months. Yeah. And, uh, yes. Went to dinner last night with Ed and Karen Holler, and I was I was I was picking their brains because I was never a young Christian. You know, I mean, I didn't come till I was fifty, and I could only imagine the challenges that young people have as Christians, just because it's just you know, heck, when you're young, it's like flesh is everywhere on you. You know, I mean, you've got the energy and you're climbing the ladder and so you're dealing with disappointments and then you're, you know, uh, you know you've got those up and downs and, you know, you know, of course, in your case, Kayla, you know, you've had, you know, you know, children who have faced life-threatening illness, you know, and Chris, you know, you know, you're a father of four now or three? Three. Three, okay. Yeah. You Don't another. try to add me another. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry about that, brother. Uh, but, I, and, and, you know, is that a prophecy? <laughs> <laughs> well, Renee would say that she's got four children because me. Yeah, she'd oh, okay. include me oh, in that. Yeah. But, you know. Oh, yeah. I say Justin's my third son, too. Yeah, exactly. So. <laughs> yeah, that's... that's uh, but, you know, and, and, and so it's different challenges. And I was asking Ed and Karen last night, you know, just kind of, I don't know, what's it like? You know, what's it like to, um, you know, be in a community like Leo alluded to today? You know, it's an older community. Right. And it's hard to find a church where there's young people. And my passion, ever since I went to that first men's encounter, mm -hmm. Chris, and I saw the demographic and I saw like, there's like 40 guys here under 35 years old, you yeah. know? And I was really, really excited about that. Um, and that's one of the reasons why I was rallying young guys, come up to this, come up to this just because I wanted them to get the encouragement of knowing, you know, there are faithful young yeah. Christian men trying to walk this thing out, yeah. you know? And the beauty of the encounter is, you know, the, um, I know all the testimonies are pretty authentic, you know? So all of us can just sit there and go, okay, if I haven't done that, I know I've thought that, yeah. you know what I mean? And like Jesus said in the Sermon on the Mount, you know, you know what, if I thought it or if I was angry, uh, basically I'm guilty of murder, you know, and lust, you know, nope. 
right? And, mm -hmm. and all those things. And I just think it's, it's a real encouraging time. I know for me, I'm just, I'm just so jazzed about the demographic right now. Um, and, and the big thing on my heart because I have a couple ministries I've been blessed with, is to really push new guys forward. Just because I think the tendency in church is to say, we like young people, we just don't want you to really be involved in running anything, you know? And I think it's a message that, I mean, I mean, I'm not talking about our church, but I'm just, I'm just talking about church in general. Yeah. And, um, you know, why don't you guys just watch how us old people do church? <laughs> and, you know... I don't necessarily think, you know, that we we have really the model, you know. Um, I think, uh, I know, I think young people nowadays with social media and everything, everything's authentic. And if you're not selling authentic, I think people are going to turn to walk away. Yeah. Um, it, it's, I mean, I mean, I know, just because of my background, jail and drug rehabs and, halfway houses and all that you know i mean i'm a pretty authentic guy just from my story yeah. uh but you know you know for me to buy something it's got to have some some meat to it right. you know yeah. and, and um anyway i you know you know things like our worship night on on saturday nights you know uh when we do that once a month you know that's that's just so cool because yeah i mean it's a different energy it's a different uh talent you know noah's so gifted oh yeah and you know he's just like you know come on and join us you know mm -hmm. and and i just love that you know yeah. because we need pushing and we need right. pulling you know to to really be the christians that we're called to do you know this isn't the never never in the book of acts do i see you know, Paul just taking like a three-week vacation in Ephesus. Right. You know, it just right. doesn't happen. Yep. You know, I mean, he's got God's work to do. He's committed to doing it. And not only is he committed to doing it, but you know, he's dragging Timothy along and he's dragging along the, Ephes you, know, you know, the Ephesian deacons. And, and uh, you know, I think, I think Christianity is fun. And I think one of the most, uh, I think, for me, the most rewarding part is watching lives just get reborn. I mean, yeah. it's amazing what I've seen over the last 10 years of families transformed, you yeah. know, broken families. I mean, I mean, when I think of Justin, you know, and, uh, you know, at that encounter, and I just was like watching in this this supernatural evolution like in a weekend, I'm just going, man, this is so good. You know, thank you, God. Mm -hmm. And I've seen that with Justin. I mean, with with guys times fifty now. Yeah, it just blows me away. Yeah, yep. um, I'm gonna breathe again. <laughs> <laughs> well, why why you're doing that? I mean, you know, you talked uh, you talked a little bit about um, authenticity and stuff, and it was made, it made me think that like you know, in the the age that we live in, I mean, we heard Pastor Leo talk earlier about it being a different time than any other time in history, and we've got all this stuff that parents face that they didn't have to face before and stuff like that. Um, but uh, you talk about this uh, authenticity and um, I think like social media and stuff, and there's so much fakeness on social media yeah. that people are looking for that, that real, you know, something real, because there's just yeah. so much fake stuff out there. They're looking for that real, authentic, you know, connection with people that yeah. they're not really getting. Yeah. yeah, it's really hard with social media and with like Pinterest and stuff. Yeah. I mean, I can't speak as as a male, but as as a mom and and 
um, someone who's only 27, like the comparison, like when you compare your, like when I compare myself to other women, like it's really hard yeah. not to. Like this, you know, mom is able to get her five month old to drink like kale infused smoothies and, <laughs> you know, mine only eats mac and cheese. Like what am I doing wrong or something? You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Like it's hard. And then it with is. all the delays Colston goes through, it's hard to not compare yourself and, yeah. and be transparent because you want to say like, yeah, okay, my son's been through all of this, but I have it all together. Like, yeah. that's all I want to do sometimes. But it's like, no, like, sometimes it's really, really yeah. hard. Like, I mean, this morning, Colson puked in the nursery because he has anxiety issues. <laughs> <laughs> it's really hard to put on a smile after that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, and then, and then the men's encounter. I mean, you talked about being able to just... Uh, and, and even in our church, when you hear the stories and stuff like that, that's where a lot of the, the authenticity comes in. I'm having trouble saying that word today for some reason. <laughs> but, uh, you know, where all that comes in, because um, like you said, you can relate to everybody there. And you just see, um, I mean, I heard some crazy testimonies there. And I've heard some here that are completely different than my background and my history. Yeah. But I can relate to every single one in yeah. some aspect. Yeah. And, uh, and I think that is, um, I mean, that's... That's so great because, I mean, then you get that those authentic, you know, connections and right. relationships and, and be able to go, okay, I'm not the only one. And even somebody who looks like they have it all together or somebody who, you know, they they went through a similar thing or, wow, they dealt with that and I haven't, you know, like that, you know, it kind of just makes you reflect a little right. bit. So, I don't know. You know, it's funny, Chris. Um, I know I'm, I'm really glad you said that part about guy, uh, I know, men who appeared to have it together, because uh -huh. that really, looking back, other than the the younger demographic that shows up at the men's encounter, uh, that's that's something that kind of blows me away. But the other thing is, um, I know, and you just touched on it, Friday night, guys get off the bus, and you look at them, and they look like they're together dudes, <laughs> you know, yeah. this and that, and, you know, they're kind of sitting out there in the crowd on the first night with their arms folded and stuff <laughs> like that, and see, I've been to four of them now, so yeah. I'd... I'm sitting there going, man, you're going to get all, <laughs> you're going to get undone, dude, yeah. you know, yeah. and, uh, but the guys who appear to have it most together are the ones who like Saturday night and Sunday are just, I mean, yeah. they're just tore up. Yeah. And I think it goes back to what you were talking about, Kayla, with the Pinterest, which is, it's such a pressure to, um, you know, measure up to what they're putting out there right. on social media, which of course, A, you know it's not real, yeah. but B, it's still the model you got. You know, right. I mean, you know, I was brought up in an age of like beer commercials and in the beer commercial sports guys, you know, used to always do them and stuff and I was a big sports fan. So the moment I got old enough, I thought, you know, drinking beer was just what men did and stuff like that. And, you know, then, of course, when you start doing stupid things when you drink, then you're now you're comparing yourself and you're going, well, gee, they can drink like a man and I drink like an idiot, you <laughs> yeah. know. And uh, and Christianity can be the same way. You know, you know, you know, you can come into these groups and stuff and you can have someone who's been a Christian their whole life who knows the word really well. And it's easy for the enemy to put in your head, gee, you don't know as much as he does. Right. You're not as good a Christian as he is. And I think that's really where the transparency has to come in is because if all you see is the best version of Bill, you know, 24-7, that's just a phony version of Bill. 
you know, uh, or Chris or Kayla, you know, I mean, I mean, I get angry and I get disappointed and, you know, um, I know there's days when my prayer life is, is, is really lacking, you know, you know, there's days when I'm not in the word, like I think I should be, um, you know, there's days I stress about the Tuesday night group, you know, and, uh, you know, you know, I live with my mother-in-law who I love, but I live with my mother-in-law who I love, <laughs> but, uh, you know, but yeah, it, it's, I know it's so important right now to be real. I mean, I mean, and Chris, you're right. It's what people are looking at, yeah. what people are looking for. Uh, I, th- I think it would, what keeps them around. And the other thing about the, the, the um, I know transparency is there's a lot of hope in that yeah. mm-hmm. because the other thing about transparency is you share a battle or a struggle you had, and sometimes you're sharing where, you know what, I'm like 90% out of that hurricane now. Yeah. You know, yeah. praise God. And because I know everybody in church on Sunday is going through something. Yep. Right. Um, and I don't know why, why we're geared to put on a certain facade on Sundays. You know, right. um, and I mean, it's not fully a facade. I mean, you know, you know, worship, for example, I remember a time where I, you know, wouldn't raise my hand or you know, I sat there yeah. with my arms crossed and I was judging everybody. And now, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm just so into worship right yeah. now that now I look at people going, why aren't you into this? This is cool. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I know that was Justin and I, when we first came here, we were like, tongues? Why, why do all these people have their hands up? What is, what is this place? <laughs> and now it's like, you know, I mean, not, not that you have to raise your hands to worship properly, right. but it's like, now it's like, we don't even care. Yeah. <laughs> if I want to sit down and, you know, bow my head, then I'll do right. that. If I yeah. want to get on my knees, I'll yep. raise my hands, yep. you know, it's just, yeah. God, and that's such a, such a freedom, Kayla, you know, oh, and, and, and like I said, uh, I know I mentioned Noah earlier just because, you know, to have, um, I know to have a spirit filled worship leader, come into the church, it was kind of a good time. You know, we're just buying this new building and stuff. Right. So it's easy to get lost in, we're all about the new building. Right. You know, we need money, we need help, you know, this and that. And I think it was just a godsend, you know, God's providence to send somebody at that time who was going, you know, let's keep first things first. Yeah. yeah. You know, uh, new building or not, yeah. you know, and... Uh, you know, just, just blessed, but yeah. Oh, yeah. God's timing is always perfect. Yeah. <laughs> always. Yep. Mm-hmm. Even if we're like, it's taking forever, God, come on. Can you speed it up now? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> like it's still his perfect timing. Yeah. 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 I just, this, in this, uh, I, I meant to kind of touch on this a little bit before you started talking and stuff, you know, more on, on you, I guess <laughs> you, um, it, it's a blessing to have you here, you know, at, at VCF. Um, like I said, you were probably one of the first people I met, definitely one of the first people, if not the first person to really dive into our family and try to get us connected immediately. And I see you do that with new families all the time, which is awesome. And then uh, and then leading the, the men's group on Tuesday, you know, we were just talking about how much it's grown and how big it's getting. Yeah. And it's because you're sending out those text messages and talking to people <laughs> and, you know, things like that. And then even Men's Encounter has changed this church. I believe and, so, yeah. um, I mean, and that came from you, you know, um, I don't know where the connection came in. I think it was from Yogurt Beach. Right. Uh, but, uh, you know, from the owner there. But you got connected with that church and then and then Men's Encounter and whatnot. And uh, you've you've just encouraged so many guys to go there. And you've yeah. it's changed so many people's lives, including mine. And, uh, um, I mean, it's just, 
you know, I, I mean, when I said that being most of you guys know who Bill is, I'm sure they, they do. Yeah. And I'm sure they've been, you know, impacted by you being here in some way or another. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, I know Justin has because when he went to the retreat, he because it was so like it's like he didn't even get a choice. He was like, Bill came up to me and told me I'm going. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, somebody paid for me, so I guess I'm going. Yeah. Yeah. Now I came out of a sales career, so I know, and it shows. <laughs> but you know, I don't think it's all sales either. No. Um, I mean, and that's the thing. Like at first, that's what I was. I was like, uh, once I heard that you were in sale, you know, you came from a sales background. I was like, well, now I get it. But then the more I got to know you, and the more that like it's 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 definitely not just a sales thing. It's not just something that's you know it may be built in you a little bit. It's how God's wired you, mm-hmm. but it's it's definitely fully coming from your heart. You know, you're wanting to reach these people, grow this church, change this valley, and it's awesome, you know? Well, thank you very much. I, I, uh, you know, um, it's just funny how the Holy Spirit empowers you. You know, I'm thinking back in Acts 2, um, you you know, on the day of Pentecost, when, you know, Peter, who had just you know, 40 days earlier, 50 days earlier, just denied Christ three times to like slave girls. You know, yeah. I mean, that's as bold as he was. Um, to, you know, get up, you know, um, I know they're speaking in different tongues and there's this crowd and he gets up and he delivers this message and the Holy Spirit had just empowered him to get up and give that message. You know, it wasn't Peter. Um, you know, it was the Holy Spirit working in Peter. And I think that's kind of how it is for us when we have ministries that we're passionate about is the Holy Spirit puts that passion on you where it would have been unimaginable for me five years ago. Um, When I think of my first five years as a Christian, I look back, I just terribly, terribly, terribly selfish. And what I was most selfish with was my time. And I mean, I would resent if I was asked to do anything. Um, I was just, I was gonna show up on Sunday, you know, and that's, that's what I was gonna give you. Um, and, and I got really sick. I got really sick with hepatitis C and I, I lost about 60 pounds and I was in bed for about a year. And people in church who I really didn't like at the time, not anything that they had done, I just, just wasn't feeling like a church person. Um, I mean, they kept like sending sending home food to me and praying for me and yeah. LD, you know, I mean, we had big money problems because of doctors and, you know, LD would come home and say, you know, someone came in today and gave me $500 oh, wow. and, I, and, you know, so I'm in bed that year and I'm reading and and I'm just reading everything I can get my hands on as far as scripture goes. And, uh, and I'm thinking, man, just Christians, it's, uh, I don't know, it's one of the things that kind of tripped me out the first time I saw it was these people are just given unselfishly of their time and their yeah. money, and they've got busy lives, you know. And um, I know I was really convicted that year when I was sick, you know, and at that time I was, boy, you know what, if I ever get an opportunity again to, to serve, you know, I'm going to, you know, serve, and then, of course, the Holy Spirit just put on my heart. And now there is no separation of people. I'm not like church bill and home bill. Right. I mean, there's there's Christian bill, period. Take me or leave me. At right, point, yeah. You know? yeah. And, and, and that's so great to have those characteristics merge where you're no longer that divided, double-minded, you know, yeah. 
Because that's so tough because then every single sermon you ever hear is just piercing at your heart. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I know I'm a hypocrite. You know. <laughs> yeah. and, uh, and 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 I mean, you know, I mean, we all deal with with hypocrisy. Yeah. Uh, you know, every day who we want to be, who Scripture points us to be, and then you know, of course, Jesus being our example. What a great example! But at yeah. the same time, you know, that's that's not going to happen overnight. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, do you mind sharing a little bit more about like what brought you to church? Maybe I don't know if you tried another church before you came to VCF, oh. but like you've talked about how you've been in jail and drugs and things like that. Like what was your final point to where you're like, okay, I need help or I need Jesus or like, what was that point for you? Um, I, uh, in night, uh, around 2003, um, 2004, I'm sorry. Uh, I had been sober for about 13 years. Uh, I was married to another gal, uh, my third wife at the time and uh, had three kids, and I broke my sobriety, uh, and I went on like a crazy six-month run of drinking, and, and I played a lot of poker at the time, so I was flying back and forth to, to Las Vegas and stuff. And uh, anyway, uh, I had been going to a church, but I wasn't into it. You know, I mean, it was kind of like, okay, I guess I'll meet a nicer group of people in church than I will in the bar. You know, right. I mean, that's kind of how my thinking yeah. was, you know. Maybe just by osmosis, you know, these people will lift me up from the, um, you know, uh, mud that I'm in. Right. Uh, but um, after that big six-month relapse, when I sobered up, um, the Lord really put it on my heart to get serious and I went to a church. Uh, I, know I went to a church out in Johnson Lane. It was a great church, and 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 I got involved immediately and stuff like that. Um, there were still some sins I wasn't dealing with yet, but you know, I know you know you know how you keep score on sin. Yeah. You know, like well, okay, I'm not perfect, but I'm not doing this one and this one. Right. You know? I didn't murder anyone today. That's so right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Looking good. You know. <laughs> and, and so. Um, Anyway, it was it was a great Bible believing church and stuff, and I became a member of the church. And part of being a member in the church was accountability, right. um, and part of that accountability was, you know, okay, you know, you know, if you're a thief, you're going to confess it, and right. you know, you know, you're you're going to repent, and you know, you're going to change it. Well, for me, what happened after I'd been in that church for about a year and a half, and I'd been baptized and everything. Uh, I used to go on the road a lot uh, in sales, and I'd go on the road, and I'd get really drunk, you know, dude, you know, and um, this this one last time, uh, after they had already talked to me about drinking a number of times, um, was they put me on church discipline, which is something we don't do in this church, but... Um, Anyway, using the Matthew 18 model, you know, which was okay. One person came and talked to me. Yeah. Right. Then two people came and talked to me. Then three people came and talked to me. And then I was brought kind of before the whole church on on my sin. Um, and I was really at a low at that time because uh, my wife had... My wife at the time, she she said, you know, enough. I was kept away from my kids and stuff. It was really, really a low point. Um, all of my making, and it got me, I left church for a year, um, and I was an every Sunday church guy, and that whole year, I remember on Sundays, you know, 
you know, you see people get in their car and they're going to church and you're not, you know. And I remember just thinking, man, what a void and how humiliated I had been. And I had been excommunicated from that church. I couldn't go back to that church. And my ex-wife was there and stuff. So I was kind of like a guy without a home, you know, spiritually. And um, I used to, <laughs> this is, um, I was such a scumbag, man. Yeah. Uh, I used to use, um, we used to be in the theater at the end of town right. and we had the coffee house and the coffee house was pretty big. It had like, you know, six, seven employees and stuff like that, but it had a computer. Well, I used to go use the computer to do like my internet dating, oh. you know, um, cause you know, you know, my marriage was over and I know I had to find a new hostage you know, pretty quick. <laughs> and, uh, but I got Justin internet dating. There you go. Perfect. perfect. Uh, but, Anyway, but I was there and I got to kind of know Leo. You know, Leo would walk right. by, say hi, and this and that. And um, I know, long story short, was at the end of that year out of church, uh, I got another drunk driving, which would have been like my seventh. Wow. But it was like my first that I had had like in 20 years. But um, so I was in jail again at age 50, um, couldn't see my kids wasn't in church, just, you know, looking at my life like, man, this is really the bottom. And um, it was just while, while I was in jail, uh, it was just kind of like, you know, I prayed for deliverance no matter what. You know, I knew, you know, I knew that I would get out. I knew that I would be homeless, you know, I, 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 um, you know, you know, that I would have to go to a men's shelter and stuff like that because, um, you know, I just had, had wrote it that hard down. Uh, but but there was kind of a piece in that. It was kind of like you know what? Okay, we're we're gonna do this. Right. You know, we're we're gonna do it at fifty, and you know you know the Lord will take care of you. And that really put it on my heart to come in, come back in serious. Yeah. Um, and then uh, after going to uh, VCF for a while, um, I met LD, uh, my wife at now. She was a church administrator, and I needed money. I was broke, <clears throat> and. I was living like in my minivan. And uh, so I thought, well, you know what? Maybe I'll go around churches and ask if I can like clean the church and, you know, yeah. make money that way. So I went in to CLD. And today I weigh about two, 210 pounds. But at the time I weighed like 160 pounds. And, and I went in there and she looked at me and she's going like, <laughs> I don't know about you, you know? <laughs> and uh, anyway... She, uh, I know a guy, a guy that was supposed to come in and clean the church didn't come in. So, you know, she called me back. I cleaned it up. We started talking. Uh, one thing led to another. We really liked each other a lot. Um, fell in love, uh, got married really quickly. And th this is kind of a plug for the church just because, um, I know the way I am and I'm kind of a tough, I know I can be a tough judge of people sometimes if 10 years ago, a guy like me would have come in and started dating the church administrator, I probably would have been saying something like, oh. man, you, oh, you know, you're, you're really going down a slippery slope. Yeah. But, you know, Leo, he was always loving. We, you know, uh, I know we got engaged fairly quickly. I mean, we were in premarital counseling. Yeah. He knew what was ahead for us because LD had also, she was going through a tough, tough divorce at the same time. Um, but you know, he walked us through it in love. 
Um, you know, I mean, I came to find out afterwards, of course, people were going, yeah, man, we thought it would never last. You know? <laughs> but, but, you know, they were, they were good enough just to kind of bite yeah. their tongue. And, and, uh, but um, so that was, I know, I think it was at that point that, that really Christianity became real for me, yeah. you know. Um, and, and I always like to read, you know, uh, I know, I'm a big reader and I'm a big history guy. And I had to make that tr- transition from reading to gain knowledge right. to reading, praying to the Holy Spirit, and that reading now, there's a purpose. Yeah. Anytime I read anything uh, I know about, about our faith, there's a purpose other than just, well, gee, I want to know Romans 1 really good. Okay. Yeah. Okay, why is that, you know? Right. Yeah. Um, but now it's, you know what, I want to know Romans 1 really good because I wanted to know... I. I want to know where we stood with sin before we were saved by grace, mm-hmm. you know, and and that's kind of how the puzzle's coming together now. Yeah. Um, so I'm really excited, like, you know, for the future just because the Lord seems to just be, you know, just revealing more and more, uh, and the Holy Spirit's just kind of like, hey, look at that, look at that, you know, and and he's revealing it so much in the people that I'm around. Yeah. Um, and I've become a people person uh, and I wasn't a people person. I mean, I, you know, like I said, I was just really selfish and it was kind of all about me. And, and it's so, it's kind of, it's kind of weird to hear you talk like you talked about, you know, <laughs> yeah. bringing so many people in because it, 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 it just seems so out of character. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, God is good, you know, he, oh, yeah. He, yeah. you know, he can work things in our lives that just, you just yeah. shake your head, you know? Yeah. yeah. I know. I love the, I don't remember what chapter or verse it is, but in Habakkuk, when he says, like, if you knew what I had planned for you, like, you wouldn't even believe me. Right. And I yeah. feel like I could say that for every testimony, but it's just, like, so beautiful for you because, like you said, you feel like you hit rock bottom, but it's like, that's where you built your foundation. Mm-hmm. And, you like, you would have never known that you were going to be leading all these ministries. And, yeah. and it's because he calls the least qualified to do these grand things. Right, so, right. Yeah. God, he's so good. And you see that over and you see that over and over in the Bible. You know, it's like yeah. Jeremiah. It's like, nah, hey man, come on. You know, right. at Moses, it's like, man, I'm a stuttering fool. You know, it's like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, we feel so inadequate, but it's like, that's what he wants. He doesn't want, because he doesn't want you to say, look what I did. Right. You know? Right. Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting just knowing your testimony and where you came from to see where you're at now. And yeah. just to see, I mean, how God's used you. Yeah. Um, especially, I mean, because, I mean, I'm thinking probably a lot of times the, I mean, I, I, I don't know if I'm wrong, you know, I'm wrong, let me know, but coming from like a lot of the, the drinking and the, you know, stuff like that, that that's in your past, um, comes kind of like a, like a loneliness or maybe like, not necessarily loneliness, but maybe like a lack of self-worth kind of sure. sort of thing, right? Yeah. And, uh, and to see, you know, maybe where you felt like you weren't really worth much and that's why you were you you know or your life wasn't worth much and to see where your life's at now and how you're changing right. other people's lives right. it's it's like you said it's crazy you know oh, yeah. to, i mean who would have believed that if somebody oh, yeah. would have told you back right. then you know <laughs> God, yeah. so yeah yeah that's i know and that's such a great point because um you know you know i came out of a background of i don't know i went to a lot of aa meetings over you know the decades and stuff and um you know does good for a lot of people. Yeah. Um, for me, though, uh, I know I was kind of brought up poor and white. You know what I mean? So I already had like that poor white trash, mm. 
mentality. Yeah. And then, of course, you know, like you said, the drinking and just the idiotic things you do when you drink and the yeah. and the harm you cause and stuff. And yeah, yeah, your self esteem by the time you're you're like the homeless guy, it's it's pretty low. Yeah. Uh, but um, yeah, you know, you know, the fact that the Lord, um, you know, gives you that grace where. I'm trying to think think of just a way to say it, but it, it, it's it's just so totally different than your plan. Like you said about Habakkuk, you know, it's yeah. just like, no, <laughs> this is this is the exact opposite of how I thought this was oh, going yeah. down. You know, yeah. I mean, yeah. uh, it, I know it's funny. We were talking like a camping trip or a men's <laughs> some outing or something the other day, and and I was I was telling Eddie, I said, dude, I don't I, anything to do with you know, coordinating some kind of camping trip. You know, it's just, yeah. I know, I still don't like camping, you know. <laughs> really? No, I mean, heck, I've been homeless. I mean, I yeah. like beds, you know. Uh, <laughs> that was one of the things LD and I had in common when we, you know, were dating. It was like, well, we don't like camping. We're like, all right, <laughs> this is a start. Oh, yeah, and Jesus, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. so um, I don't know. I mean, I just think it's good. I, I I didn't actually know. I wouldn't have pegged you for that background when I first met you. I really wouldn't have. There's no way I would have pegged you for that background. So, um, anyway, but yeah, I just thought I, it was interesting. Yeah, new creation. It's, yeah, it's, absolutely. Uh, I know Second Corinthians five seventeen. I, I you know I mean I just see it with everybody. Mm-hmm. You know I mean well I see it with everybody who who's um you, you know you know we're not ever going to be more saved than what we are right now right. you know but i mean i mean you know, to me sanctification is one it's challenging two it's really rewarding and when you see sanctification and people grow, growing in the lord um i think what it does and i think why church is so important in groups is you get to witness the miracle in other people yeah. because you probably rarely ever really notice it in yourself i mean usually people are telling you wow you know you've really grown it's like oh okay i mean i hadn't thought of that yeah you know but 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 when you're around people i mean you know i mean i've known you now i think three years years. you know and i can look and i say wow you know um i know i knew chris from the bible study over at over at uh scott's Mm -hmm. and stuff and you know i mean you know you know, working hard and trying to raise a family and this and that. And, you know, you know, I mean, today, and you got that great job going on yeah. out in Fernley and, and, you know, you know, you know, you, Kayla, you know, just coming in new. And like you said, you know, coming into a church where you're going, wow, when are they going to bring out the snakes? You know? yeah. um, and Justin was even worse than me because he grew up Catholic. Yeah. And he was just like, oh what my gosh, it? where the heck am I? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Spirit led church. And yeah. it's like, what is this? Yeah. yeah it's, it's, it's People a trip. speaking in tongues. He's like, somebody get her some help. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Amen. It tripped me out the first time. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> you, know, you know, the funny thing about tongues is 10 years later after being here, and and my reaction was just like yours. Yeah. Like, yeah. What on earth is this? Um, is that I've got to know the people who speak in tongues. So now I know it's real. Yeah. Um, you know, just because everything about everything else about them is authentic and real. And you know, um, I know I can see the Holy Spirit in their lives. And uh, I know I've I've done it once. I guess I was told I did it. Um, I mean, I don't I don't really remember it, but. Um, yeah, it, it, it's it's interesting, yeah. and you know, one more thing before we end is, um, 
tongues reminds me of um, how in church I think we can focus sometimes on on the little stuff that divides us, yeah. you know, and um, you know there's there's core beliefs that we have as Christians, you know, um, you know Jesus was fully man, he's fully God, you know, you know creation. Um, you know, you know the crucifixion, the resurrection. Uh, you know, you know Jesus seated. You know, you know seated at the right hand of the Father. Things like that, which are core beliefs. Which, as long as we have those in common, I think we can we can all go to churches, any church, anywhere, on vacation or whatever. That's our foundation. Yeah. And the other stuff, you know, whether they they baptize kids or whether they don't don't yeah. baptize right. kids or you know you know they believe in unconditional election or conditional you know all these doctrinal points yeah. which are important yeah. and it's good to right. be grounded, but they aren't they aren't you know they aren't deal breakers. Right, and uh, it, it's it's hard to find a good church. So when you feel at home, um, I think you know the enemy wants to plant seeds and go. You need a better church. You yeah. need, you know. I mean, it's, you know, yeah. you want, you want, I'm growing beyond this church. You yeah. know. I mean, you know, yeah. it's just kind of the stuff Satan tells you. Yeah. So, um, you know, it's it's funny you say that because I've actually had that kind of uh, on my heart a lot lately. You know, listening to um, the Bible Project, which I know. I told you about That's that. That's great. And uh, and I've talked about it on this podcast, and I, I'm telling you, if you're not looking at this stuff, oh, you need to. Man. But like, there's a lot of his podcasts and his sermons. It's it's all about. It's not so much the. Um, I mean, it is the message. It's. I mean, it is the words in the Bible that are important, but it's the message behind those words right. that are the most important. So we are gonna look at the words and interpret them a little bit differently. But what's the message that we're getting from right. those right. words? And um, I mean, that was something that's really God's really spoken to me last couple of weeks. Because from from my first testimony that I shared, when I went back, when I started going back to church, I was judgmental about it. I was very, I was picking apart everything the pastor was saying yeah. because I was very leery now about everything that I had learned growing up. And, and, you know, um, and, and I was a little judgment. I was really judgmental about it. And that, so that's one thing that like God's still working on me mm-hmm. about, you know, um, that when I hear somebody say something that I'm like, I don't know if I really sign off on that or I'm 100% with you. It's like, it doesn't really matter. I mean, it's the message behind those words that are important. So, and then also just to talk about the Bible project again, you know, uh, you talked about like reading Romans one, for example, there's a purpose behind it now. That, that, That podcast, that whole website and everything has gotten me to where like, I'll go through one series with him and then it'll make me go, well, now I want to more, know more about that theme. Yeah. So then I'll go to his study on that theme right. and I'm like, well, hold on. That kind of relates to this book. So now I'm going to go back and look at a study on this book. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it just jumps <laughs> me back and forth. Cause it's like, I'm seeing how they all connect yep. and yeah. how they yep. all, yeah. all the puzzles pieces fit together. Yeah. Because if you don't know the Bible very well, if you're a new Christian or you're not a Christian and stuff, you will look at a lot of it in the Old Testament to the New Testament and go, they contradict each other. Right. But when you see the puzzles, how they fit together, they don't, yeah. you know? And I mean, they it, it fits perfectly. It's mm-hmm. Jesus, you know, said, I, I didn't, um, that he came, he didn't come to replace the law, but to fulfill it. Right. And, and that's really, that's really it, you know? I'm, uh, I know on the on the Bible project what and by the way thanks for turning me on to that I, <laughs> I love it um, and, and I think one of the things I love most about the Bible project or any teaching that's yeah. like that is it's not uh, it's not pretentious it, you know um, I know I like to read 
a lot. So I've read a lot of theology and stuff like that. And that can become a source of pride and I can get a critical spirit and stuff like that. Where then I watch something presented like that, like in a 10 minute block. Yeah. Where it's just so clear. And I'm just going, man, the gospel is so great, yep. man. And it's meant it's meant for like the guy in the village in Africa too. Yeah. You know? Yep. Um, you know, I mean I don't I don't need to know, you know, you know, I don't need to know where the commas, you know, you know, and all yeah. the punctuations are gonna land. And okay. and that guy just uh I I actually want to use that on Tuesday nights. Yeah, um, I've been I've been kicking that around in my brain because it's just like it's perfect, man. Yeah, it's like here's a block of scripture. Now let's talk about it. You yeah. know, and 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 it's it it's explained in a way that the guy who's been a Christian two days or twenty years, yeah. you know, they can they can relate to it. And God bless that work, man. That people do like that. Yeah. And, and uh, I know I've been meaning to send them money. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, I know. It's 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 great how like. It's he wants everything to be free. Like I can't imagine. I mean, I I can't believe all the information and all the knowledge and all the um, you know uh, wisdom that's behind that that is all given out to you for free. If you want it, for, you can pay for it if you want to. You can donate. Right. But it's he just wants that to be free. Yeah. And I you know growing up in church and and stuff. Um, I was just talking to Renee about this. It's like um, the. Uh, you, you know, you get used to just hearing the messages and the and the um, format of church and this and that. It, um, I just like to go to his resource because you, then you get more of like the background of the faith. Right. You get more. It's a different. You know, um, I don't know. I think there's a lot. There's a lot of things I've learned that I, I kind of wish the church would talk about more. Um, right. Especially because he like one thing for example. Everything that he starts with always goes back to Genesis 1. Exactly. Everything. Because he wants to show you how, even if it's from Revelation, it started in Genesis mm-hmm. 1. And uh, and just to tie everything back to that and the whole story, I just think, you know, it's great. Yeah. But anyway. Yeah. I'm going to have to check this out. I've heard of it, but I haven't yeah. I haven't. Yeah, it, it out at all. It's, it's fabulous. And, uh, you know, I know for men especially, you know, because it's visual. And, yeah. and, you know, he's, he's kind of, well, I know you would love it just because you're, you're into crafts and stuff, yeah. you, know, you know, as he's like drawing out yeah. these, these little maps, like, like the one on Genesis one, it, it was weird. It was like, it was like nine minutes. Okay. was yeah. all it was. And he did Genesis chapter one to 11, I think in yeah, the first one. one to 11. And you're thinking how on earth did he so clearly yeah. illustrate, yeah. you know, Genesis 1 through 11? Yep. I mean, you know, I mean, I've read tons and tons and tons of commentaries yeah. on Genesis 1 through 11, but he did such a great job of just, uh, you know, wrapping it up in a tight bow, man. And, and you know, because, because our attention spans aren't yeah. You know, yeah. very good. And, right. you know, I mean, with social media, they're really not very good. Yeah. Yeah. So if someone can give me a message in nine minutes, yeah. I'm down with that. Yeah. You know, I mean, I like that. And yeah. My kids love them too. They'll watch those videos. We watch those videos together as a family and they love them. Yeah. Because they'll sit there and then it, I like it because then a Joel, you know, I mean, that guy, that kid, he picks up on everything. <laughs> He's such a smart little kid. And he, uh, he'll like, we'll be sitting there a couple of days later and he'll relate something to something in that video or like he'll hear something like uh, at Awana, right? Maybe right. something that was Awana. And I'm like, hey, it's just like, and, and I'm like, yeah, exactly. Oh, that's you know, it, gets, it helps yeah. everybody get it, you know? So awesome. anyway. Cool. Well, guys. Uh, thank you, Bill. That's it. Yeah, that thank you. Being, that was awesome. That was a lot of fun. Your yeah. story. Thank well, thank you, you very much. much. God bless Thanks you guys for, for doing on. this. Um, uh, we, 
I don't know if we're making announcements that we have this, but um, sort of. Yeah. Maybe uh, can... We need we need to get a little bit better about that. Maybe our you know sixteen seventeen will go up to yeah. <laughs> more if we do. <laughs> and we need more women on here. So we do. You women listeners. Come find me or the next, Chris. The next two will be women, actually. Oh, awesome. So uh, one of them will be, we got, well, we'll talk about that afterwards. But yeah. anyway, we got one in two weeks, and then we got another one two weeks after that. So awesome. the next two will be women, which is great. So that's yes. encouraging. Um, I've got plenty of men that have told me that they want to do it. I've got two women now, so let's <laughs> keep Very that cool. going. Yes. So if you want to share your testimony, um, come find either me or Kayla, or um, you can email uh, storiesoffreedompodcast at gmail.com. And then also we started the Facebook page, which I promise I will get more active here as soon as <laughs> life's been hectic. So, uh, but we'll get that going. So uh, a little bit more, yeah. but every episode I do link onto that Facebook page. So um, it's, if, it's real easy to, to listen to it. If you don't like listening to it on your phone or on the computer from the podcast, you can just, you know, go on when you're on Facebook. Yeah. So, And I also just want to um, ask, uh, please pray for this podcast. Cause I know Jennifer Paul had listened to James's a couple weeks ago uh-huh. and she texted me and she was like, this is so important. I guess that was, a, I think that was the first one she had ever listened to. And she's like, this is so important. And I just feel so heavily that we need to have a group praying over this podcast. Oh, awesome. yeah, and she's amen. like, I feel, she's like, I feel like persecution will be coming because it is so important. And the enemy does not want people to, you know, yeah. feel like, they belong somewhere to feel like they can relate to somebody to feel that hope. He doesn't want yeah. that. So she's like, I feel so strongly that we need a group to pray over this podcast. Yeah. yeah. So please pray for this podcast. We need that. And yes. you're right. The persecution has already come. Oh, I mean, yeah. look how all the technical problems I've oh, had, yeah. we've had exactly. to start yeah, this thing we even up. Started. The first like four episodes we recorded two or three times before yeah. it was finally good. But I'm <laughs> yeah. like, you know what? I'm not going to give up. because <laughs> yeah. It's and just... it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And it just makes it yeah so hard because I think my testimony was different all three times. I know. <laughs> <laughs> and then I forgot stuff. And yeah. so, yeah. <laughs> all worked out though. Yeah, so, so yes, pray for us. Pray, pray for the podcast. Yes. Well, I gotta, I gotta just add one thing before we leave. And I don't know I'm thinking about us sitting around laughing and smiling and everything, and taking I don't know an hour or whatever yeah. we took. And uh, it's one of the things that blows blows me away about Christians is is our uh, communion with each other. Yes. You know how it's like. Well, boy, that took whatever time. It's like. No, nah, man, it was a gift. I love yeah. hanging yeah. out with oh, my yeah. Christian exactly. friends. You know, I mean, this is this is what I would have been doing if I wasn't doing a exactly. podcast today. So exactly. uh, anyway, praise God, praise the Holy Spirit, the work He's doing in this work and in, in this great ministry. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, I guess that's it for the week, and we'll uh, we'll pick this up in in two weeks. We'll have uh, someone else on. So. Um, yeah, share this with people. Oh, the other way you can get this out there is whatever podcast app you're listening to it on, like it, um, give it a rating, because yeah. as you rate them and like them, then um, they start showing up more when people are searching for the podcasts. So um, just start doing that. Share it with people that you know. So, right. but anyway, until have a good day, guys. Two weeks and happy Mother's Day again to all the mothers out there. <laughs> <laughs>